0: Okay, welcome back to the 100 report. I'm Chris.
1: I'm Charlie.
0: And uh, yeah, so before we get kicked off on the Northern Superchargers. How are you? Are you all right?
1: I'm surviving, Chris. Thanks for asking. Um, (laughs) I I actually went out today to the supermarket, um, trying to go only once or twice a week, but I'm in a household of six and I'm also shopping for my elderly neighbours. And I thought for a minute I was going mad because I heard a voice that I really recognised and I turned round and there was David Gower in all his glory right behind me. (gasps) What? In front of the cabbages. It was perfect. Yeah. Tell me you said hello. And I said to my sister, That's David Gower. She's like, (laughs) who I was like I need to go and say hi and I'm actually wearing no joke you can probably see me Chris in the camera I'm wearing my world cup winning jumper
0: oh yeah um,
1: so <laughs> I actually have met him a couple of times before so we had a good old chat and it's a uh, yeah it was nice to have a, a bit of craziness in the in weight shows it was really nice and to oh. and to remind me of all the good times that we've that I've watched cricket
0: exactly so it what? was
1: lovely to see him he's doing well and he sends his best to everyone.
0: Excellent. Well that's very nice to hear. Well, look, let's let's look forward to some good times and talk about the northern superchargers. So let's get started, shall we?
1: Okay, well, a supercharger increases the pressure or density of air supplied to an internal combustion engine. Thus, increasing power.
0: <laughs> that yeah, that's a good statement. It doesn't it doesn't really quite have the same sort of flair that the other definitions that we've found for the other teams have, right? It's but,
1: slightly confusing. But speaking of power engines, let's start with Ben Stokes.
0: Of course, yes. So uh, one of the big players. He was one of their first picks. He's the test player that they've got. I think everybody in the world, even people who don't really know cricket know who Ben Stokes is, especially in the UK after the World Cup. I think this is a big differentiation because that was shown on free-to-air TV as The 100 is going to be a lot of people tuned in and a lot of people saw what Ben Stokes did and can do
1: well he also won Sports Personality of the Year end of last year and then
0: I think rightly so um, so he, I think
1: yeah even your nan knows who Ben Stokes is
0: absolutely he's, uh, he's he was a mainstay of Christmas TV but you saw what he did in Headingly. he single-handedly won a test almost bowled and battered his heart out in the uh, World Cup final in throughout the whole World Cup I think he is a talisman in the purest sense. And he is currently regarded as one of, if not the best all-rounder in the world. And there are many uh, outlets that actually think of Ben Stokes as going down as being one of the best all-rounders ever. And I certainly think of him up there with people like Jacques Callis, for example.
1: Definitely.
0: He's fantastic. But anyway, um, you all know Ben Stokes. Let's move on to the first of the overseas players, uh, Chris Lynn. Now, if you are a big IPL fan, BPL fan, CPL fan, PSL fan, you'll know who Chris Lynn is. All the L's. Yeah, he's in pretty much every franchise game of T20 cricket that you can think of. I even found out he was in the Sri Lankan Premier League and not very many players that I found were part of the Sri Lankan Premier League.
1: Didn't know there was one, Chris,
0: Neither did I until I started researching Chris Lynn. Um, He's an explosive opening batsman. I think he's definitely going to be one of the openers for for this team. Uh, He's got an interesting stat. Uh, He and Sunil Narain have got the highest score in an IPL power play. Currently, it's 105 of six overs. That's very very fast and high that scoring that is
1: fantastic yep. I think a lot of people were actually quite surprised that he was left out of the Australian squad for the last year's World Cup because he had such a great winter before for Australia and he actually I've got a good stat for you as well he became the Big Bash League's all time leading run scorer Um, in in the last season so he had a really so he had a really good year and then actually just before the PSL was cancelled the last match that he played he got 113 of 55
0: balls so he's in form Um, but like we say he he hasn't really played for Australia for a while now and he is mainly a franchise player but all of that wealth of experience is definitely going to help Northern Superchargers. I uh, think he
1: definitely concentrated, again, on the shorter formats, because I think he was struggling with injury as well back in the day with his shoulders.
0: So it probably makes sense, much like Tymel Mills, who called an end to their career and then decided to come back and just focus on the short form. I think it, it works well. Anyway, moving swiftly on, because uh, time is oppressing. Aaron Finch, uh, that's the next overseas player. Another uh, Australian, then. Another Australian. We are seeing a trend, after all. Uh, after all, the uh, the coach himself is an Australian, the uh, the very well-renowned and respected Darren Lehman.
1: Oh, well, speaking of Darren Lehman, he decided following us on Instagram. Has Legend. he? Fantastic. So if Darren Lehman can follow us, maybe you'd like to too. You yeah. can find us on Instagram at, at the 100 report. And on Twitter we're at 100report so we'd love to connect with you guys and let us know what you think
0: definitely and as you know we're going to do a run through of our Batting 11 so we'd really like to hear what your guys Batting 11 is so please do put it in a comment get onto YouTube like subscribe all that fun and get chatting to us because we are both very chatty uh, but back right, to Aaron, so Aaron Finch, Finch, Aaron Finch. Um, yeah, he's an IPL mainstay. He is the ODI and T20 captain of Australia. So uh, very fitting. I think he, he should be the captain. And uh, he's currently at Surrey, so he knows the English conditions very well. Big hitting opening batsman. He seems to enjoy scoring massively against England. I always remember whenever Finch plays, he usually makes big hundreds. Okay. And a high-scoring opener. He's uh, he's definitely a mainstay, and uh, there's not really much more to say to him. He's he is a big deal and a big. Uh, hitting opening batsman,
1: and he's been chosen as the captain of Northern Superchargers yeah. which I think is a fantastic move he's, he's such a cool captain for Australia does so well I would have liked to have seen Ben Stokes awarded the captaincy just because he's got a lot to give but as you were saying before he's only going to be around for the first couple of games maybe yeah. before he's called off to the England
0: I think, I think you're right and also for me if you have somebody like Ben Stokes who's there to not just bat and score runs he's there to take wickets and there to be a presence in the field I don't think it's a good idea to give him an additional responsibility of captaincy. So especially if he's only there for a small amount of time, just let Ben Stokes do what Ben Stokes does and Finch can captain. He is more than capable of it. And the last overseas player, we have Mujib or Rahman. So another Afghan mystery spinner. It seems that they were very much in high demand throughout the auction of this. Um, He is a right arm off break spinner, but he is a mystery spinner. He's got a few variations very economical in T20 internationals he's got an economy of six and in domestic T20s he's got an economy of five that's really really good and and
1: he's
0: 19 years old 19 so here's here's a fun little stat for you um Mujibur Rahman is the first male to play international cricket that was born in the 21st century so that's that's that makes me feel
1: really old
0: I know I I didn't really want to think about it but I thanks Chris yeah sorry I put it out there and there it is I think he's going to be a holding bowler. I think we're going to see him bowl in the middle overs for for Northern Superchargers. Um, So that is all of the overseas players. Let's move on to the local legends. So first up, we have David Willey. And uh, David Willey was pre-selected, so he wasn't part of the auction. So to me, that says that Northern Superchargers want him and he's very likely going to be in the starting 11. Left arm seam bowler and a lower order batsman. Um, He was very much a part of England's one day squad right up until the point of the World Cup and he was some would say I I would say perhaps a bit unfairly left out but I think that was to do with uh, immediate form going into the World Cup but he was very instrumental in creating the atmosphere of England to be a powerhouse of one day cricket Um, also a very useful lower order uh, batsman and uh, has had quite a lot of uh, franchise experience including IPL pakistan super league bangladesh big bash he's he's been in them all so that's david willie and the next one we have is adil rashid again another spinner that can bowl the ball both ways um it's uh, it's an exciting prospect isn't it
1: I'm so excited to see Adil Rashid partnered up with Majib and just like a spin attack. It's going to be great to watch.
0: Definitely. And again, he was uh, part of England's one-day setup and very instrumental. Uh, it was very much used as a holding bowler. Owen Morgan even trusted him to bowl the death overs, which for a spinner, is that's a big responsibility. And, and he did
1: really well. He, he had a great he, season.
0: He's still doing fantastically. Um but he was he first played for england in 2009 uh, 10 a long time ago and he, he had a bit of a baptism of fire and we didn't see him for a while but since 2015 he came back regular in the odi squad uh, has been in and out of test cricket and i think he is a he is a a real uh... A real asset to their team and again got lots of franchise experience and um now he's not classed as a local legend but i want to because i think he, he kind of is is adam lithe so uh you know adam lithe uh opening batsman for yorkshire uh, left-handed as well so i think that that's going to be really good to have some options with left hand right hand combinations at the top of the order um and was one of the was one of the many batsmen that was tried out in test cricket Um, to bat opposite Alistair Cook when Andrew Strauss retired. Never quite made it his own. But um, yeah, I think if I remember rightly, he was in between Sam Robson and Nick Compton as the opening batsman. Yeah, I
1: think you're right there. And again, he's had quite a lot of T20 experience and T10 experience. Um, with the Abu Dhabi T10, so that's going to be useful.
0: Definitely, and uh, in 2017, he scored uh, the highest ever T20 score in the Blast, which was 161 off 73 balls.
1: Wow, that's
0: impressive. Definitely, and he did that for the most part with a batsman called Tom cole Cadmore, who we are going to come to, but we're not talking about him, because... I have some good news. Um, we have had somebody approach us that want to sponsor this podcast. So uh, without further ado, let me tell you about the company that is sponsoring this podcast. Berry's Personal Training. Online one-to-one personal training delivered straight to your living room. No equipment necessary fun effective tailored sessions to suit your needs and abilities head over to www.berriespersonaltraining.co.uk and that's berries b e r r i e s and facebook at facebookcom Training for more information berries delivering fitness online so back to the batting lineup shall we um or the more specifically next up the bowling lineup so the first player I want to talk about is Richard Gleeson. Now I found him—he's uh, a really interesting character. This guy. Um, I found a really interesting article in the Cricketer that was talking, about, well, it was interviewing Richard Gleeson, and he states that his career didn't really kick off until he was in his sort of mid to late twenties, which is quite late. Um, but recent over recent times, he's become a real mainstay and made a big impression in the T T ten in Abu Dhabi so much so that uh, after the T10 had finished the only person who took more wickets during that competition than him was Dwayne Bravo Wow! so I think that's really no mean feat Um, but he's a right arm medium bowler and I think that's going to be quite useful to have somebody who's a little bit slower who can bowl a few variations Um, went for 60k in the 100 draft so um, clearly they were they were keen on him and uh, he really led the bowling attack throughout that T10. And um, I think that they're going to use him, especially because he's got relative form coming into the game. Uh, I think we're going to see a fair bit of Richard Gleason. And uh, next up, we have Ben Fokes. Um, we, as England fans, know Ben Fokes. And also, you, uh, as uh, Alex Stewart is your favourite player, have um, no doubt heard no end think of Ben Fokes.
1: I've ever heard an interview where Alex Stewart hadn't mentioned Ben Fokes. Ben Folkes should be the, the wicketkeeper for England. Ben Fokes is the best wicketkeeper we have in the country, so I'm not surprised that the Northern Superchargers got Ben folks and I'm actually really excited to see him with the gloves on and proving the point that Alex Stewart's made for him.
0: Yeah, definitely, and he is widely regarded as the best pure wicketkeeper in the in the UK or in England at the moment. I think that perhaps there are still some question marks about his batting, but uh, certainly amongst international uh, audiences. But nonetheless, he bats at number three for Surrey in their T20s, so he, he can bat. Um, however, because this is a shorter form, I think that we'll probably see him a little bit later on. Uh, I don't think he's going to be in the top three. I, I think that there's going to be too many people fighting over that top four in here. Um, next up, uh, I mentioned him before, Tom Kohler cadmore uh, He's a tall, right-handed opening batsman for Yorkshire. He's got a decent batting average of twenty eight, and uh, he made loads of runs in the T Twenty Blast last year. Now, for my money, because there's such a wealth of top order batsmen here, I don't necessarily think he's going to get into the into the into the starting eleven, into the first eleven for this. But I do think we'll see a fair bit of him. Uh, next up we have David Wiese. I think I've said his name right. David Wiese. I'm not, I'm not entirely sure, but, um, you know how I keep harping on about packs and yeah, you love this
1: topic. Yeah,
0: I, I find it a very fascinating subject. Um, but, uh, David Wiese is a South African pack, but he is the only pack in this entire squad, which is sort of an aberration because in most of the squads, there's usually three like two, three, or four. Uh, but this is the only coal player that they selected. Is uh, that because
1: there's an Aussie coach?
0: I think that that may have something to do with it. Yes. <laughs> um, well, we actually have uh, two and a half Australians in this squad. So I'll oh. get to. I'll, yeah, I'll get to the half. Just bear okay. with me. Yeah. So David Visa is. Cons- he's a he's a genuine all-rounder. Uh, ended his South African career in 2017 and since then has been kind of a, a franchise journeyman and has played in every franchise you can think of. Uh, he was actually just playing for Lahore in the PSL before they came back. And he's currently in form with the bat, so I think that they're probably going to push him up the order a little bit. So I, I for me, for my money, I think he's probably going to be one of the first change bowlers and maybe bowl at the death because he does tend to bowl death overs quite a lot. But yeah, not much more to say about David Visa uh, Next up. Now, I mentioned half an Australian. And bear with me. Um, so the, the other
1: half is... Well,
0: yeah, uh, is is England. Uh, it's Nathan Rimmington. So Nathan Rimmington, I've always known as an Australian bowler. And he's an Australian fast bowler. But uh, he is playing as a home player on account of... Uh, he's got a British passport. So one of his parents is English and one is Australian. And Nathan Rimmington, uh, yeah, he's currently at Durham. And uh, he is likely a cover for Richard Gleeson because, as we were saying before we came on air, he's he's a little bit on the on the older side. In fact, uh, if we were thinking the oldest player and the youngest player, which is... Well, this is
1: yeah, Nathan Remington's 37 yeah. and
0: the Jeeps what, 19? So that's a nearly 20-year gap. That's quite a big one. But, um, you know, with age comes experience. And I think that we will see Nathan Remington play uh, at some point. He has played in the IPL, uh, but the last time he played in it was 2011, and he played in the Big Bash League uh, up until 2017. So hasn't really done that much franchise stuff. He's spent most of his time playing um, uh, cricket in England for Durham. So I, I at this point, don't think we're going to see him immediately, but I think that we will see a fair bit of him during the course of the contest. Uh, next up, we have Bryden Cars. So uh, Bryden Cars. It's funny because when I was researching him, all of the articles that I found about him was Bryden Kars trying to convince people that he wasn't a Colpak player, which I thought was really funny. Um, so again, in a similar style to Nathan Remington, he's got a British passport and a South African passport, but plays here as uh, an English player and is actually in the England Lions squad and has been really making some moves in the Lions squad. I found him really interesting to watch because... He bowls very similarly to Mornay Morkel. You know that big, tall, high action, and surprises people with bounce and pace. Um, again, uh, he's uh, he's a younger player, and is really making his name for himself in the uh, in the England Lions squad. I don't know uh, how often we'll see him, but I think that he he's one that's got actually got a bit of pace to him. And I think uh, at the moment, I think that's something that potentially could be an issue for Northern Superchargers. But uh, anyway, we'll we'll move on from Bryden Cass because next up we have Ed Barnard. Now Ed Barnard is um, currently I would say he's more of a bowling all-rounder who plays for Worcestershire. But it's interesting he's come out recently saying that he wants to be regarded as a uh, a proper batsman, so wants to kind of be more of a batting all-rounder. Um, I'd say at the moment, unfortunately, his stats don't really back that up because his batting average is 17, his bowling average is 40, which again isn't great, but he's still quite a young player, and I think that he's got a kind of hunger to impress. Um, I
1: think that's what the 100 is, is all about as well. I think it's worth mentioning that we're only allowed three international players. Okay, we have coal plaque players too, as Chris keeps hopping on about. <laughs> but at the same time, the competition is there to draw more interest to draw a younger audience into cricket but also to promote the home the homegrown cricketers so to give these guys a chance to shine
0: yes he also last year he took a stunner of a catch he caught Liam Livingston on the square leg boundary and he was almost like Superman I, I don't know how he didn't injure himself landing after that but it was an absolute screamer in fact uh, when I put this up on YouTube I will make a point of putting that link in um, hopefully, yeah, I'd love to see that yeah. uh, Hopefully if you guys are finding those interesting I tend to put three or four videos of something that I found that was quite fun So let us know if you like them And last but not least, we have John Simpson uh, John Simpson is uh, a reserve wicketkeeper, basically He's his second wicketkeeper, uh, left-handed batsman Average is 23 with the bat, so not bad um, And Do you think
1: they went with two wicketkeepers just in case Ben Folks gets called up? To the
0: England squad. I think so because uh, yeah as you know he was in the periphery of the England squad the test team specifically because uh, as we know the Pakistan test series could affect the test players but he was part of that test setup when they went to Sri Lanka which obviously ended quite abruptly. Um so perhaps he's there as cover for Ben Folks if he goes off to England test duty. Um but yeah he's um he hasn't really had any franchise experience and uh, I think from what I can see he's there as a sort of backup for Ben folks but I could be wrong you know I've been wrong before um, so <laughs> and so that... and
1: also useful to have that left-handed left-handed batter as well so like yeah. yeah. useful to them
0: definitely it's great to have a mix up uh, so that is the entire squad
1: it sounds good I mean it sounds like quite a decent all you know there's lots of There's nothing really missing that I can see in that squad so far. So I'd like to know, Chris, we've got all 15 players available. It's the first match. I'd like to know your batting lineup, please.
0: Okay. Uh, I think uh, one and two, I think the openers, they speak for themselves. I think we're going to have Chris Lynn and Aaron Finch opening. Great Australian
1: attack. I totally agree with that.
0: Definitely. Uh, First drop, number three, I'm going to go with Adam Lythe i think he he's he's that person who provides that kind of rock at the top of the order you know uh, you want somebody if 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 it's all going to pot you want someone to steady the ship a little bit and i think our, um, uh, adam Live is is my number 3 certainly and uh, number 4 it's got to be ben stokes hasn't it
1: thank goodness i thought if you're gonna put him at five we might not get to see him with this hundred <laughs> ball. so i'm glad you put him at number
0: four yeah i was waiting to see i was wondering how far i could get down this batting lineup without mentioning stokes and just see the look on your face if i didn't mention I him getting at all i
1: nervous already <laughs> i probably would have put him in at three if it was up to me but
0: uh, yeah I, I think i just went with four um i think we are going to see the the batting orders move a little bit throughout this contest and say for example if Chris Lynn and Aaron Finch get off to a flyer, and after 40 balls, they're still there. They might stick Ben and Stokes in at three and mm. let him go from there. Uh, number five, I went with David Visa. I went with the the uh, the all-round option, but especially because he's in form with the bat, I wanted to put him more towards the top order. And then Ben folks at number six. Like I said, um, I know he bats at three for Surrey, but I think in this format, they might push him a little bit further down, and I think that's a good thing because it can give him more time to concentrate on the glove work. Uh, next up, number seven, I believe. Yes, so I've picked Ed Barnard for number seven. Uh, Interesting. I know, yeah, he, he's younger, but he quite clearly wants to prove himself. And I think he gives that lower middle order a bit more balance. And I think, uh, yeah, I'm going to stick with Ed Barnard for number seven, which brings me to my number eight, David Willey. I think David Willey is a good solid number eight, can come in and bash a few at the end if needs be. And I really think we're going to see him opening the bowling. I think he's going to be one of the two openers. Number nine, I went with Adil Rashid. I think that makes sense. He's a lower order hitter, but he's got to be in the squad for his spin. And I think he's going to tie everybody up in knots. Um, Yeah, number 10 is Richard Gleeson. I went with Richard Gleeson based on the idea that he's a restricting bowler. And I think that we're going to see him opening up with David Willey. the two opening bowlers and uh, last but not least uh, we've got Majib or Rahman at number 11
1: you have to put him in I mean he went for top whack at 125,000 so super excited it sounds like a really decent team there Chris I'm really excited about the Northern Superchargers and I want to know soon who's your Northern team of choice because Yeah, that's your bag. I've got to pick a southern team. We've got to pick a northern
0: team. Definitely. Well, the big problem for me is that I've got it's that where I'm from, I'm from Stoke on Trent. So it's right in the middle of Manchester Originals, Trent Rockets and Birmingham Phoenix. So I feel like I should pick one of those three. But this team is is really interesting. I'd say at the moment, the only thing the only part of the puzzle that I can't quite put together is an express fast bowler. Because they've got a lot of decent paced like medium, medium fast bowlers, and a hell of a lot of spin. But that's my one thing. I guess Bryden Cross does that. But it's interesting. the The makeup of this squad is really strong, and I think that they're yeah quite. It was quite an easy one to put my eleven together in a sense. It wasn't as hard as say some of the like the couple of London teams that I wasn't quite sure about the order. Whereas you have a team like Southern Brave that have all of this like raw pace. That's attack attack. Um whereas that team's gonna blast you, I think this squad is a bit more it's a bit more like uh like a chess game. It's a bit more like thinking a thinking man's team.
1: <laughs> I love that comparison. So we have the chess team from northern superchargers
0: yeah so uh yeah that's uh, the northern superchargers again thank you to everybody who's listened to the podcast who's supporting it please do like subscribe comment show it to your auntie your uncle your granddad your uh, grandchildren and uh please do spread the word again if you want to get us on social media our twitter handle is at hundred report and our instagram handle is at the hundred report and do please go on youtube like subscribe comment and ask us some questions and give us your lineups your 11 because we want to speak to you guys we want to hear what you think